Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, today I want to talk about the National UFO Reporting Center and basically how that organization is pretty much, <laughs> I mean, a gigantic data bank for UFO reports. It's an inc- it's incredible. I mean, a lot, we, a lot of people don't even realize this. Um, you know, a lot of people out there who, there's a lot of people out there, as we talk about all the time, who just really don't care about ufos or they're not interested in the subject and you know but you know these people sometimes actually you know encounter something themselves so they'll they'll contact the uh, the local police department and the police department will say you know they might look into it but most of the time they'll say hey maybe you should contact the national ufo reporting center and uh you know file your report with them and basically all it is is a database of people calling up from all over the place all over the world uh giving reports on ufos and you could actually go to their website and check it out and and, and you could uh they have all different kinds of indexes you could check out for instance you could you could uh you know search their database uh, for dates by dates by state by uh, shape of ufo uh, the date posted um, uh, for instance like if you go to the if you click on the uh, shape of ufo you'll get you know there's all there's a whole menu you you you, you receive like for instance unspecified they had, in, in their database the unspecified shape has a count of 6346 uh, a cylinder uh, has a they have two uh, two thousand two hundred and sixty cases of uh, cylinder shaped ufos egg shaped fireballs all different shapes you can if you want to search by disc whatever rectangle rectangle triangle teardrop uh and i i actually was going through some of these cases it t- you could you could go through this you could spend days months probably going through the thousands of reports that are are listed on here now a lot of them i would say uh, a vast majority of the reports do not come with any sort of pictures but some of them do come with drawings and some of them do come with with pictures uh i found some interesting ones there's there was one for instance uh, that occurred in from a deer cam, and this was the report that was uh, listed on this. It's, it, it was uh, it happened in uh, Benson, Arizona, in, in uh, June of 2022, and uh, it had two pictures that were taken from a deer cam, actually uh, within seconds of each other. The first one uh, was taken at um, uh, at uh, two two o'clock in the morning, uh, two o'clock and fifty seven seconds. Uh, in the morning and the next one right after it was uh, 20108 uh, so basically uh, within what five seconds of each other and they're both virtually the same but not quite a little there was some little bit of changes in the light but it was a pretty amazing looking picture to come off a deer cam I mean what is this thing I mean uh, uh, the you know the, it says here uh, f- from the person who submitted this it says uh, captures from capture from trail cam place trail cam out at night to capture wildlife captured these two images one minute apart actually it was less than a minute apart nothing before or after nothing behind this house also submitted another report uh on uh, in may of uh 2022 of a different sighting but anyway these these two pictures are very interesting uh, I've seen a lot of deer cam pictures over over the over the years now, and uh, they're always interesting. I mean, you're, a lot of them are just unexplainable. Some of them I've seen they look just like a 
you know, a craft hovering over deer. Actually, I've seen that. But these two, these two pictures that were captured are are interesting to me because I mean, this is an extremely bright object. I mean, this could not be something like a bug, a firefly, anything like that. I mean, what is it that showed up that caused the deer cam to take the pictures in the first place? I mean, it looked like it was illuminating the ground, everything below it. I mean, it's just one of these objects that are out uh, foraging for uh, wildlife itself to to, to mutilate, uh, perhaps. I mean, who knows? Uh, but it's a very, very strange-looking object, uh, I got to say, and uh, I thought it was worthy of uh, talking about here. And again, for people who are listening to this on the podcast, I... Uh, I will have links to all of this stuff uh, in the description so you could check it out for yourself. And also, if you want to check out the video version that I'll have on YouTube, you'll, I'll have the images uh, posted on there. And then there was uh, something here uh, that happened uh, in, uh, in, in August of this year, August of 2022, and it happened in the, uh, in the province of Salerno, and it was a disc shape. And uh, this is uh, two strange-looking pictures here. Uh, basically, they look pretty much the same, so I'm just going to post the one. But uh, it says, uh, three UFOs shooting rays of light on the sea. And it states here, uh, I was walking on a street late at night with my two friends when suddenly some rays of light shone on my right where the sea was. We all turned right and seen three cylindrical-shaped objects flying and emitting an an intense light from below. I quickly opened the camera app on my smartphone since I already had it in my hand and shot some fast fast shaky photos just before i could steady my hands the ufos disappeared in the distance at what was like a mac 4 speed me and my friends were so scared after that that neither of us could sleep that night so i mean these pictures are are very interesting um i mean what what are these things what are these objects that they saw coming out of the ocean uh near salerno uh that's very strange actually there's three photos or no excuse me there there are two photos but uh they're very strange you know multicolored lights coming out of them and then you know rising out of the sea and then just taking off i mean could you imagine seeing something like that now again we have to take into account that you know not all the cases i'm sure that uh the national ufo reporting center receives uh you know some of them are probably hoaxes right you have to take out a percentage of that uh some of them and actually uh i'm sure some of them are just misidentifications of things uh and actually uh the people that uh the national ufo reporting center point that out i mean sometimes they, they they'll give uh if they think it's something like a star or something like that they'll they'll post that but again it's so interesting to go through all the different uh uh, reports that they receive i mean you know some of them are you know very interesting and it's like some of the ones i'm showing you here and then some of them don't have uh they're not accompanied with any pictures most of them i would say most of them most certainly do not have pictures i guess you know you have to keep in mind when these things happen you know again a lot of people say well uh, it's all the pictures always shaky it's always blurry you know it, it doesn't look clear well that's because these things when they happen it's it's unexpected you know for the most part it's just not something that people are expecting to happen and then something shows up I mean, a lot of times, the last thing you're thinking about is grabbing a camera. I mean, when I, 1994, even though I did not have a camera anyhow, I mean, I was in shock when I saw a UFO back in 1994 when I was fishing. It was the last thing in the world. You know, all of a sudden, here's this giant object as big as a house floating right above my head. 
I mean, I mean, it's it's an amazing, you know, scary, you know, astonishing thing that happens. And so, you know, not everyone could take a picture, even in this day and age when everyone has a cell phone. So, like, here's a case that's uh, uh, from September of 2022, so just recently, and it was from Spokane, Washington. Now, this one doesn't have a picture, but uh, uh, it was uh, apparently entities were seen. It says here, disc with flashing lights, figure at tree line with glowing eyes. Sighting by me and my friend, UFO seen above through treetops to the east. Red and white lights may be blue, 100 feet off the ground. Due to the fact it disappeared immediately when we looked at it, felt like it was... It had been following us and didn't want to be seen. I remember the way it moved was like a video game with no gravity where you could throw things around by dragging them with a mouse. Something about the way it moved seemed a dead giveaway. It was controlled by an intelligent pilot. We walked to the center of a stone circle at the park and an eight foot tall humanoid figure cloaked in shadows appeared watching us from the tree line at a distance of about 20 feet or less. It had glowing eyes and we could hear its heavy footsteps in the leaves. It blinked and was staring at us. It filled us with instinctual fear and we walked back to the car between us and the creature's stand of stand of trees and it teleported to the other tree stand and I could still hear its footsteps within five feet of me as we got into the car. I mean, I don't know. What do you say about something like that? I don't know. I mean, again, is this a real report? It could be. I mean, I, I, there's so many. There's thousands of reports, and some of them are, are very strange, to say the least. I mean, if, if somebody was going to make something up, I mean, you think it would be a little bit more uh, detailed and, and more uh, fantastic than this. There's just, you know, they, it seemed like somebody's telling you, this is what has happened, and this is all we know, and, this is, and that's the end of the story. It wasn't anything more than that. We think we saw this eight-foot-tall humanoid, and then we got out of there. <clears throat> And then here's another one, and this one has a, a picture, and basically it looked like a flying saucer hovering in clouds, and it was like semi-transparent. Now, when I first looked at this, I was thinking, well, maybe this is a lenticular cloud. Uh, a lenticular cloud, of course, are these clouds that uh, they look like UFOs for, for all intents and purposes. I mean, they're just clouds that are, uh, they look like a, a giant flying disc. However, this one's a little bit different. Uh, I'm going to read what it says here. This was taken in Texas, League City, Texas. It says, in a cloud above my home. I took a pic of the clouds above my home. I didn't see the UFO until I looked at the picture later that day. Very strange looking. Uh, I mean, it could be. Um, I, I just don't know. I mean, if it's if it's a, if it's an object that looks like it's using some sort of uh, uh, technology to try to uh, to attempt to render itself invisible, and somehow it was appearing anyhow. Um, but I mean, it's a cloud within a cloud and that's why I don't, I'm not sure if it could be a lenticular cloud. I guess it could be, but I'm not sure, but it is interesting to look at. I mean, it looks like, uh, I mean, it looks like your classic flying saucer. I mean, I mean, that's what it looks like, except it's, it's like, you can almost see through it. Uh, like it's set, like maybe the cloud gave it transparency. The, 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 the there was, uh, a, a, a thin cloud that it's hovering in and, and it looks like that thin cloud could have been what caused it to become transparent. I don't know. Again, it's all guessing. Uh, but again, this is another case, uh, just on, on this incredible website that I highly recommend people who are interested in UFOs. I mean, a lot of people just aren't aware of this. Um, they're just not aware of it. Um, this, this site, but you have to remember a lot, a lot of the, 
um, you know, a lot of people who see these things, people like for the most part, I would I would imagine that probably a vast majority of the people that contact an uh, uh, organization like the National uh, UFO Reporting Center are are not people like us people who are highly interested in ufos some of them i'm definitely sure of it right but i would say probably most of them are not most of them are probably have seen something they can't explain it they don't have any idea what's going on with ufos they've heard of them they're aware that that people say they see them but they don't know if they're real or not or and then they see something finally and it's like wow i saw something they tell their friends and family maybe even contact the police right maybe even try to contact the military Right and say, hey, this this I saw this out of you know in front of my house, or I was driving home and I saw this object that was just incredible, and uh, and then next thing you know, they're uh, you know they're told, well, well there's nothing we could uh, yeah, you, we, there's nothing we could do to help you. I mean, okay, you saw some. Well, what do you want us to do? Uh, why don't you contact the National UFO Reporting Center? You know, I'm sure that's one of the options that they that they're given. So and that's what they do. So they end up reporting it and. Uh, uh, you know, or, or, the, or even that, maybe someone will just go online, do a Google search, or you know how to report a UFO, and this pops up. So uh, it, that's what's going on here. Here's another case I thought was pretty interesting. This one happened in Missouri uh, towards Fort Leonard Wood in um, May of this year, 2022, and uh, it states. Uh, it followed us for approximately 30 minutes. So while on my way home from work, it, it did not seem to be moving. If it was moving, it appeared to not be. It was hard to tell if it was a disc or a cylinder. I was on my way home from Camden, Missouri on Highway 5, and it looked to be above or in the general vicinity of Fort Leonard, Missouri. I live in Luck- Lucking, uh, Licking, Missouri, but I, have, but I have an Edgar Springs, Missouri mailing address. Well, anyway... The picture in this case, uh, it looks like uh, from a distance, it looks like it could be a cylinder. Um, uh, another interesting uh, image, for sh- the, the say, uh, say the least. Uh, I mean, it looks like uh, I could. I mean, it could be a disc. If you're worried, like I think this person's right. Whoever this person is that that uh, provided this report, I mean, it looked like uh, you know if, from a distance, it could be either a cylinder or I mean, if you were up close to it, maybe it is a disc. But of course, there are have been cylinders that have been seen up close. Now this person said the thing was just hanging in the sky the whole time and not moving, and uh, and a lot of these reports are like that, where these things hang in the sky for a long period of time and they just stay there, whatever they're up to, nobody really knows. Um, um, but uh, just another interesting case, and again, for anybody out there who's interested in this subject, this is most certainly uh, this is most certainly uh, something that you want a, a website that you want to check out. And of course, if you ever see a UFO, it's a website that you you want to contact and and re, and provide your report to, uh, so everybody else could see what's going on too. Uh, actually, un- unfortunately, I, back in 1994 when I had my sighting, uh, uh, neither I nor my friend who were there uh, re- reported it. I never reported it. Um, I I you know I've I've talked about it, but I never filed it with with anybody. But I probably should have. Uh, because it's interesting. I mean, the more we have of this, the, the, the you know, it just again more fuel to the fire. It just lends more. It, it, it makes it impossible to say it's this is not happening. It just does. And but anyway, I highly recommend everyone checking out that uh, um, you know, National UFO Reporting Center site. I mean, there's just so much to look at there. So much to go through. 
very fascinating stuff. And like I said, there's, uh, I would, I'm not sure how many pictures you would, say, the percentage of pictures are accompanied with each sighting. I'd probably say five to ten percent. Uh, you know, if you, you know, one other thing I will say though, the the, the website, it, you know, it does, it could, I, I my my computer was having some trouble sometimes uh, opening up pages and stuff because there's a lot of information. So, I mean, depending on what kind of computer you have, it, it might crash your computer. I just want to throw it out that little warning. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we shall be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, we are back. Um, recently, I was on Twitter and uh, I saw a posting from none other than the UFO debunker of our of our age, Mick West. And the post said it was this was on September 11th, uh, and he wrote missing time due to alien encounters. This comment on one of my videos today raises an interesting partial possibility. It's apparently possible to have an epileptic seizure and then regain consciousness much later without knowing what happened. So basically somebody suggested to him that, uh, you know, that some people who experience missing time is because of epileptic seizures. Okay, that's all well and good and everything, but those people are usually diagnosed with that and they know the reason why they're having missing time. In fact, I know somebody personally who has epileptic seizures and loses time because of it. I mean, so I don't know how you would, why you would want to throw this out there as a possibility uh, uh, for, to, to account for missing time in alien abduction cases. But it got. I was going to respond to it, but I was like, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm not going to respond to it. No, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. I mean, just people like him and the other debunkers. It's just a constant belittling. It's a constant uh, derogatory uh, comments about uh, everything. Everything UFOs and aliens. They just can't. They won't accept it. Can't accept it for whatever reason. Uh, I, I, I mean, it's anybody's guess. Um, but uh, it made me start thinking. When I saw that, I just really started thinking about this. And uh, 
and actually today i did respond to a different tweet of his uh, he he had something in there um saying that a lot of people uh you know they're the reason that some people accept are accepting uh, people uh, UFO reports and the possibility of extraterrestrial uh, visitation is that some people the, the people who don't believe in are just being nice to the people who do, and he stands by this comment. And I, I have to. So now I have to talk about this. I I hate having to do this. I tell you, I'm I'm tired of talking about the debunkers, but I it it's 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 part of this it has to be talked about and it's one of i mean i i i don't want to do it but i I'm, i feel like i'm compelled to do it with the constant all the constant nonsense and lies and, and horse shit that they that they put on that they're they have on the internet on reddit on all, all over the place and 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 it's just it's just awful but anyway i've come up with four a list of four possible motives that's pretty much behind debunkerism ufo and extraterrestrial reality debunkerism there's four possible motives and we're going to go through those motives one by one number one fear okay i think a lot of people out there are very afraid of the whole concept and and it could be a subconscious fear too among a lot of people and that's why they just complete they're they're living in a state of denial over this so because of the fear that they feel uh, toward the whole concept of alien visitation, the possibility of alien abduction, that probably really scares them more than anything. Uh, cattle mutilations, all of that stuff. The fear of all of that would be much better if the, to just, hey, I'm just going to deny this because I'm afraid of it. And whether it could be, and this could be something that happens subconsciously for debunkers and the people who follow debunkers. So that's what they, and because of that, they, uh, that's why they deny it. It's basically a deni- denialism uh, that's brought on by their own inner fear of this. And yes, it is something they'd be afraid of, and so that is understandable. Now, the second motive behind debunkerism, number two, is just plain old stupidity. Um, some people, uh, I could tell you right now, there are people in this world who uh, actually, who, you know, are you know you would think they have a veneer of smartness they have a, a veneer of, they, they they present a veneer of intelligence uh i mean they they, they did well in school they went to college they graduated they, they you know they they received a degree a bachelor's degree in something but yet they lack critical thinking skills uh they they just they're, they're lazy in their research they just unable to research things that they 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 don't want to or or unable to understand so basically it could be in a lot of cases one of the motives is just they're just not smart enough they're not they don't have enough critical thinking skills stupid uh, and and there's there's people who uh, who have uh, high IQs who are who I, in my in my viewpoint even though they have high IQs they're still you know and smart people, they're still stupid. Uh, I, for instance, I, I, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say any names here. I don't want to get anybody upset. Uh, but there are people out there who make re- uh, absurd comments on this all the time. People in the, in the world of debunkers that make absurd comments on it, and you have to wonder. I mean, I know, I know this person's smart, but did he did he really just say that? I mean, because that's pretty stupid, you know. Uh, I, so. Uh, I, it has to be one of the motives. I mean, just it's not really a motive in a way. It's just the it's just a fact. They're just no critical thinking skills. They're smart in some aspects of this life, but in other aspects, they're just dumb, stupid. Number three, willful, deliberate 
stupidity for profit or fame. Yes, I believe that that is okay. You know, a lot of people have been asking me or commenting on my uh, YouTube channel uh, recently saying, hey, I can't believe you don't have more subscribers and stuff. I think the last I checked, I have 700 plus subscribers right now on YouTube. And I've been doing it for over a year and people are wondering, hey, your channels, I really like your channel a lot. And, and uh, I received this from quite a few. If you go through the comments, there's quite a few people who've made statements like this. And they wonder, how come I don't have more subscribers? Well, I'm going to tell you something that the real, one of the reasons is, um, well, I'm sure there's people out there who've looked at this and didn't like it. But the biggest reason is there's a lot of competition. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who believe in UFOs, who understand that there's something going on here, and they have their own uh, channels and podcasts, and and so of course it's a gigant. There's a gigantic competition out there uh, for for when, when it comes to pro extraterrestrial reality type material. Okay, uh, I mean there, there's there's podcasts and and YouTube channels that I stumble upon regularly, weekly. Uh, that I've never heard of before that have been around for a long time. There's just a lot of competition out there. And so that's one of the reasons why, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, it's hard to, to get that subscribership to go, to go up. It's start, it's going up slowly over time. You know, I've just a few months ago, it was in the three hundreds now, and it was a four or five. Now it's a six, seven, now it's in the seven hundreds. I'm sure at some point it will be a thousand, you know, I don't know how long that will be. It could be another six months. I don't, I don't know, but but just that there's a lot of competition out there for in this kind of field, in this kind of uh, topic. But on the other hand, if you're a debunker, right, there's, there's not as big of a comp, there's not as much competition out there. That's why you'll see some people doing this, right? I'm not going to name names, right? I'm sure some people could guess, right? But there, are, there is a market for it. I've talked about this before. There's mo- most certainly a market out there. There are people out there who want to be assured that there's nothing to this. So, I I believe I mean, and then you have some of these debunkers out there. They don't. They never ever. Uh, they don't give you all the facts. Like if, if they're looking at a certain case, they'll never. You'll notice this. People who are who, it's very maddening. You you'll see that they they you know they stay away from certain aspects of a certain case because then that will upset what what you know whatever they're saying about uh, however they're trying to debunk it. So that is one of the things. I mean, and then who knows? I mean. The biggest debunk could be there could be some uh, governments. I, I'm not sure about that today, but I, I think it might have been in the past. Maybe uh, that some there were certain debunkers out there that they might have been may may have been on a government pro- payroll that nobody knew about. For instance, in the 50s and the 60s, there was a Harvard astronomer Donald Menzel who would say say the most absurd things about UFOs and and provide the most absurd absurd explanations you, you totally ridiculous totally didn't make any sense um and was uh, sure 100% sure there was nothing coming here i don't know how he no that the 100% sure there's no extraterrestrial presence here and you know and, and he would provide ridiculous explanations uh that try to uh, debunk uh, you know the really good cases so and he and you know and it was nobody really understood why this this guy is a Harvard professor he's really smart but yet he's making these really dumb comments. So then in the eighties you know after he died he died uh, I believe when it was in the seventies but in the early eighties uh, the majestic twelve documents were leaked and it turned out that he was one of the members on the uh, majestic twelve one of the original members that was named to uh, MJ twelve in nineteen forty seven. 
And then after some further research, uh, the late Stanton Friedman, uh, UFO researcher, uncovered that not only was uh, it, did it appear that he w- was on this MJ-12 group, but that also Menzel had a top secret security clearance. Uh, you know why why would someone why would a harvard professor have a top secret security clearance you know in the government what was that all about well that's because apparently he had a he had a part to play on that mj12 apparently um so what was he in a way i mean you know he if he's doing work for the government i'm sure he was receiving some pay for that and was that what was was him going out uh, in public and debunking these things part of that uh, part of that, uh, you know, it could be. Some people even say the late Philip Class, who became well known in the seventies and was around into the into the nineties, he was a he possibly could have been on the, on the government payroll. I don't know about that. I don't think so. Uh, I think possibly Menzel could have been, but uh, and I, I'm not sure about anybody today. Uh, but but some of them today, there's no question in my mind that some of them are are smart enough to know, smart enough to know that there's just too much there's too much evidence that points in the direction that there's an extraterrestrial presence here and they ignore that all the time in their and when they go to debunk this and not only that they always pick the weakest cases to debunk for one thing though most of the time a lot of these people will really you know go all in on cases that where there's not a lot of information uh, uh and they'll and they'll you know stick on that because it's easy it's easy uh so yeah, I think that, and plus the fact is, like I said, there's not that many people out there on a regular basis debunking that. It would be easy. I mean, if I wanted to be, a, if I was a, 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 what would you say, a, an untruthful person, a, a person who, uh, you know, didn't believe in what I was saying but wanted to, you know, profit off of debunkerism, I probably have more. I probably right now had more would have more subscribers and more viewers on on YouTube because again, there's just not that big of a market. There, there's a there's uh, there's not a lot of people out there doing it, and there is a market for it. So you know, it'd be easy to sit back and say, yeah, it's uh, it's all imagination, you know. That one, uh, that's uh, swamp gas, most certainly. And then just throw in a couple of big words that people won't know the difference, you know, come up with some scientific mumbo-jumbo to the, the regular Joe out there. Oh, he knows what he's talking about, so I got nothing to worry about now. You know, it'd be so, it's so easy to be a debunker, so easy, uh, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, that one there, that was uh, the planet Venus. Any more questions? Just, you know, say it with a straight face. I mean, my God, I'd have, I'd, I'd probably have 10, 20,000 subscribers right now if I was out there just debunking this. Again, there's just not, there's not a lot of people out there doing it. So, you know, there, it's, there's not as much competition, you know, it'd be so easy, so easy to be a debunker. Uh, again, you don't have to look at all the facts. You just, <clears throat> whatever facts you don't like, you just, you don't talk about them. Nobody's going to know. The people that are listening to you, the people that believe in you, they're not going to know the difference. This is, you're telling them exactly what they want to hear. You know, oh, those kids in uh, at the Ariel school, that was some puppeteer, most certainly, most certainly some puppeteer troop traveling through there. They hung up, they hung through the trees. They set it up right before they had their recess. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. See, anybody could do that. It's so simple. I mean, with a straight face. I could do that with a, you could do it with a straight, people could lie on, on the, uh, and with a straight face and a lot of people are going to believe it. 
that's how the debunker world works so yeah and, and so they get more clicks more views you know more ads more eyeballs on the ads on, on their on their podcast and youtube channels so that's it's the easy way being a debunker is the easy easy way again there's because there's not as many people out there doing it as there are uh on the side of reality the side of that there is an extraterrestrial presence here because there most certainly is and then finally number four and i'm going to throw this one out here i'm not saying i believe it but i mean it could be one of the possible motives for debunkerism alien propaganda delivered via psychotronic means into the minds of unknowing dupes who in turn pollute and confuse the extraterrestrial conversation why not these beings are obviously here and uh they don't want to anyone to know what they're up to right they you know apparently they're they are abducting people there's just too many cases you can't deny it anymore right it's undeniable right you can't deny it there's just too much evidence out there for this not only they're they doing that but they're here we know they're here they're up to something they're not just flying around you know checking out the sites they're here they're they're, they're on a mission they're doing something they're trying to accomplish something and whatever that is uh they don't want people to uh, uh know about it so what do they do uh they through some way through some sort of psychotronic method they could send out signals there that could scramble some people's brains and certain people maybe they target certain people maybe some of these debunkers out there you know people who have a voice in the scientific community are deliberately targeted right because they know if, if we if we if we get these people interested in in uh you know the whole extraterrestrial thing but on the negative side of that equation they could out there they could go out there and spread negative uh, deceitful propaganda on our behalf why not because i don't i don't know it's, it's either one of these four reasons that it can't be anything else i mean what else could it be so there you go i i listed them fear reasonable reasonable explanation stupidity yes most reasonable willful deliberate stupidity for profit and fame yes most certainly again i think that one probably accounts for most of it that's just my personal feeling and number four as far-fetched as it sounds but you know it could be alien propaganda psychotronic means into their brains you know causing them to want to do this causing them to want to spread disinformation to debunk all of this stuff why not because i mean once you accept that there's something here i do you know i've seen one of the craft i've encountered one of one of the beings right a lot of other people have seen these things and have encountered and some of them have also encountered the beings themselves there's a lot of scientists out there there's some scientists out there now like gary nolan who seems to be on the pro side of this uh the 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 right side of history right uh there are some people you know there's people who have studied this uh, uh for for decades like dr david m jacobs he's come to the conclusion that there's most certainly some sort of a hybridization program ongoing so if if you if you accept all of that then why why not why is, isn't this a possibility that somehow they're able to manipulate certain people it's possible anything's possible when it comes to uh an intelligence uh that's could be a hundred thousand a million years more advanced than humankind anything's possible but uh yeah and that's where i stand on it i'll stand by that i'll stand by that